Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. I'm Hussam. And I'm Guillaume. In this podcast, we are going through the fundamental concepts of corporate treasury, which I learned from my experience working at a big four consulting company. And you'll explain it in a way that someone like me who knows nothing about the topic can understand. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hey man, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Sam. What about you, man? I'm good as well. Nice. I'm good as well. It's a beautiful Saturday. So it is. I want you to take me through this as a novice, mm-hmm. as someone that knows little to absolutely nothing about okay. corporate treasury. Can you please break down for me what exactly is corporate treasury? But explain it to a ten-year-old, for example. And I hesitated because I was going to say five-year-old, but what five-year-old is interested in corporate treasury? <laughs> That's more of a ten-year-old topic. So please explain to a ten-year-old. Okay, uh, happy to do so, man. So, um, we're going to go through what corporate treasury is, but in order to do so, I suggest we start by the very basic. Uh, let's talk about treasury for small companies, right? Okay. So, treasury in a small company represents the amount of money available at a certain moment in time, in cash or in the bank account, for instance. So, it doesn't mean, of course, that the available cash is all profits or that it can be used anyhow. The money is there because you received money, most likely from your clients, uh, at a certain period of time. But you might have some payments to make in the short, mid, or long term, such as suppliers, salaries, taxes, etc. So, small business owners often say, okay, I have to take care of my treasury, which means I have to check that everybody paid me what they owe me, And what do I need to pay in the future, like the upcoming days, weeks, months, etc. So, treasury as a function for small businesses could be simply defined as making sure that, one, I can pay what I owe in time, and two, I receive the money that is due to me in time. Okay, I think I have a... I think I understand it. Could you give me like an example to take me through it properly? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. So... Let's take the example of something we'll all love, going to the restaurant, right? Love it. Um, let's take the example of a restaurant in the city center of our beloved city, Brussels. Mm-hmm. So let's analyze the business from a pure treasury perspective, all right? So on one hand, you will have the charges you need to pay. So what do I have to pay? For the sake of clarity and simplicity, let's make it rather simple. So we have the ingredients mm-hmm. that we use to make the dishes. We have the salaries. Let's say we have two employees, like one chef and one waiter or one waitress, right? Uh, We also have the rent of the place we're in. And let's regroup all the other charges, such as uh, electricity, taxes, Mm -hmm. etc. On the other hand, we have what we receive as a business. Let's say we have only one here, the money from the customers who are eating at my restaurant. So typically in that case, I will receive all the money before I have to pay my suppliers. Because the clients pay on the spot, right? They just Mm -hmm. come to the restaurant, they order food, they eat it, then they leave, and eventually they pay before they leave. Hopefully. Hopefully, absolutely. So, I usually have periods of time between the moment I receive the ingredients and when I need to pay them. Mm -hmm. Let's take the the example of 10 days. Uh, And the salaries, the rent, and the other charges comes once in a month, or eventually once in a quarter, once in a year, etc. So here we have a scenario where my treasury is positive. 
so its management is rather easy. Why? Because I will always have cash in my bank account or my cash register, uh, if we are not in the middle of a pandemic, of course, mm-hmm. since my clients pay me right after the, I deliver them my products. But I, of course, need to foresee correctly when I need to pay whom and how much. For instance, part of my revenue will cover the ingredient expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to keep a certain amount of money for rent and other charges. And while, of course, not forgetting the taxes. So this is rather a basic example, but I think it represents correctly what treasury is for small businesses. Okay, was it clear? That makes sense. But cool. So if I understand right, that's a positive treasury because I have the money for my clients first. Indeed. And then I'm able to pay my expenses afterwards, or at least I get them on the spot, right? Exactly. What if it was the other way around, though? So how does that work? Yeah, okay. So that's a super good question. Uh, you are making it harder for me. But that's good. So, now, indeed, it could be that it is the other way around, as you just explained. Uh, For some reasons, I am in a business where clients do not pay me immediately, but in X days. So, it would be the case of a wholesaler, for instance. Mm -hmm. So, let's keep the example of our restaurant, right? But this time, we put ourselves in the shoes of the company selling the ingredients. Obviously, my clients, the restaurants, pay me 10 days after I deliver them the ingredients, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, to give them time to transform it, sell, sell them in form of delicious dishes. But my suppliers, let's say the farmers, for instance, mm-hmm. can't wait 10 days uh, between the moment they deliver me the raw ingredients and the moment I pay them. Mm-hmm. So I end up needing to pay my suppliers or other charges prior receiving money from my clients. Mm-hmm. Technically, my company is not losing money. Mm-hmm. But if I can't pay my suppliers on time, the farmers, uh, they won't deal with me anymore. And Mm -hmm. I might even go bankrupt. So I need to find a way of paying my suppliers before receiving my money. But this goes maybe a little bit too much in details for this first episode. Okay. So we'll definitely have to look into how do I, as a wholesaler, how would I manage that in the future? But let's get to that later. Okay. So I think we have a very good overview of what treasury is, how it applies to a small business, whether a positive or negative treasury in how they operate. This makes me think of like when I was at university, for example, Mm -hmm. um, I remember we set up a society um, and whatnot, and we had someone called a treasurer. Now, mm-hmm. I wasn't the treasurer, I was a social secretary, so my job was just to have organize some fun stuff and get money from him. Best job. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, uh, but we had a treasurer, I never quite understood what he did. So, okay. is that something that's in the corporate world as well, outside of university? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if so, what is the role of a treasurer, and does it have something to do with corporate treasury? Yes, so, yes and no. Very good question, though. Uh, and that's a good link that you're making here. So, typically what you described sounds like a non-profit association, like mm-hmm. students organizing an activity, so they did like a moral entity in order to do some business, Correct. deal with some suppliers. It was a requirement to make a society. Exactly. Absolutely. So, indeed, when you start a company or a non-profit association, in that case, uh, in the article of incorporation, so the legal paper stating that the association exists in the eyes of the gov- government, law, etc., mm-hmm. they are often stated a president a secretary, as you just said, and a treasurer. Typically, the function of the treasurer will be to open a bank account in the name of the association and maintain it. Uh, Of course, chase every member for them to pay the membership fee uh, and eventually pay the potential third parties that the association is dealing with. In the case of your example, probably some booth suppliers uh, and some premises you might have rented to organize the parties. So, Again here, we find the management of the cash, but moreover, making sure the finance and the flow of cash stays in a state where the association 
or the company can comply with its financial obligations. If the members don't pay for their membership or probably their ticket to enter the party, you might not have the funds to purchase all this. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a good transition for corporate treasury. Okay, but like that doesn't answer what does a corporate treasurer do? Because we're all to the university now, I'm not going to make any more university societies. What does a corporate treasurer do? PD. But yes, so good question. Fair enough. So, corporate treasury. Um, we start talking about corporate treasury for companies that reach a certain size, right? This is where corporate comes from. Uh, so, in terms of turnover, numbers of employees, etc. So, basically, all what we just described still applies, with obviously more complexity. So, paying our two restaurant employees is a thing. Making sure you can pay dozens of thousands of employees all around the world is another. And same for your suppliers. Um, same for the collection of money, when, for instance, you have millions of clients. So, we will cover all the main topics of corporate treasury in the next episode. But what is important to remember here is, when you have to deal with those millions of clients, thousands of employees and suppliers in different countries and so currencies, collecting money on time and paying all your counterparties on time becomes critical. Because if not, your reputation is at stake and you can very easily go down the slippery slope of bankruptcy. And that, obviously, as a business, you don't want to. Mm -hmm. So, when a company reaches a certain size, treasury becomes a function by itself and can be, if driven properly, be a real business partner. Sounds like it can all get quite complicated quite quickly as you scale up. So, Indeed. that's really interesting. And with the complexity, I'm sure there'll be plenty more topics for us to discuss in future episodes. Definitely. Thank you very much, Guillaume. I feel like I understand what corporate treasury is now, how it applies to a small business, and hopefully we can delve into the details of how it applies in a corporate setting in the next episodes. Super cool. Thanks, Tom. So.